Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. I just had to, sadly, I just had to admit to Stephanie, I just don't know what I'm doing half the time. I mean, it's a, it's a crapshoot, folks. Uh, you know, any given time, my brain is, you know, at very best, my brain is operating, at, let's say. You know, if they could go around and check people's brains, I'd like to know what people are operating at. You know, I think maybe the average American is operating at like 6 or 7% of brain capacity. I believe today, you know, maybe I'm pushing an 8 you know, but someone like Stephanie is pushing a 70. You know what I mean? So no. we're okay. Stephanie's uh. keeping us all right through this, but but my brain, I got to be up front with you. I'm a little bit on the uh, slow side today, I guess is the best way of saying it. But as we move along in the book of Proverbs, I love that we're in the books, books of wisdom. And I love that we find ourselves in the book of Proverbs and uh, that we're still on that 10th proverb. We're learning what to say. We're, we're looking at wisdom and we're looking at it through Hebrew poetry. So God is telling us this is what's wise. This is what's good. Sometimes in one verse, sometimes in the same verse, sometimes in two verses. And, but then he's saying, this is what's bad. So we got these contrasts. And so yesterday we talked about how in the book of Proverbs, uh, talking about financial wealth, it's not a bad thing. 10 times it's mentioned, it's okay to go out there and earn money. It's okay. You know, we, well, we give God what's rightfully his is tithe. And then some of us are moved even more to give to missions and do things of that nature. And, uh, I'm among them. And, but I think it's okay to be wealthy and it's okay to work. It's okay. Uh, it talks about righteousness when we work. And, and, you know, we've read through these Proverbs over and over again, how we got a couple options in life. We can either be workers or, uh, I, I don't know, people lay on the couch, uh, uh, okay. shirkers or whatever you want to call it. People who give up slackers and people who don't want to work. But well, with me as always, my friend, my co-host, Stephanie Wesco. Stephanie, good morning to you. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Doug. Um, I'm still clogged to kingdom come, but you know what? We can still rejoice in the Lord. So. <laughs> and that's a, that's, you know, that sounds so good. We'll probably have you sing the first verse of that when we get to the end. I, I have to, I, I'm at that age and unfortunate place where I stick a, a spray of Flonase in my nose oh. every night before I go to bed, you know, one on each side. It seems to be helping. I mean, I don't know how allergies continue. Well, first of all, I found out that I'm allergic to dust and stuff, which I guess is a winter problem. You know, things are locked up. You don't have a lot of movement. I don't yeah. know. You know, the maybe, house clogs up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that you know, sense. heat runs a lot. And uh, yeah. yeah, so we, so we have this segment and it's Stephanie's turn today, the Norton knuckleheaded moment. We do it for a few reasons. Number one, we do it is because we want you to know what a knucklehead looks like. Number two, we do it because we don't want you to be a knucklehead. Number three, we do it because sometimes it's humor. Even though we don't see a lot of humor lately, we still believe deep down inside that some of these will be humorous. So today, my friend and coworker, Stephanie's going to do this for us. So Stephanie, 
You might be a knucklehead if. Doug, you might be a knucklehead if you talk to somebody about PTSD and refer to them just being over it or getting over it. That's not something, um, you know, don't, if you if you have a friend who's de- dealt with PTSD, don't ever say, and I've had this said to me of, you know, or I've heard it said, you know, Stephanie's been through a lot, but she's over it now. And, and we're just glad that, you know, she's beyond that or whatever. And it's part of you just wants to shake them because it's like, oh, well, were you in my dreams last night having the nightmares where somebody was stabbing you or shooting you over and over and over and you couldn't do anything about it? Are you in that place? Because if you're not, please be quiet. Um, and that's that's my reality. You know, that's that's my nightmares. That's um, that's my life. And so when somebody says, um, you know, we're so glad you're over that now. And it's like, wow, you definitely are not where I am. And so, yeah, just don't say things like that because PTSD isn't something you get over. It's something that's a journey of healing till we get to heaven by God's grace. It's a trial that God gives us. I mean, he, you know, sure. Did God heal the lepers, the blind people, restore people all the time? Is he doing that in our lives? Yeah. But this trial is one of those that we, uh, you know, grieving never goes away. PTSD is, is, you know, a big part of that is guilt and grieving and all those types of silly things. And, and, uh, uh, so by telling somebody just to get over it, that's, you know, you might be a knucklehead. As a matter of fact, if you look up the name knucklehead in Doug Carriger, uh dictionary dated uh, 2020, you'll see a picture of yourself if you say stuff <laughs> like that. We just don't do that. But th- I think it fits both categories. That was a good one. So don't tell people just to get over it. Uh, things we don't say or do, don't tell them to do that. You're a knucklehead if you do that. So we've been in that. 10th chapter of Proverbs, Stephanie, and we'll move on. And, you know, that's that whole group of people that think they're God like we were talking about yesterday. You know, these people who can judge any situation with no background, no information, um, just because they think they're smarter than everybody else. But they, yeah. they will tell you they don't think they're smarter than everybody else, but that's how they act. So, so we got your number, man. We know you guys are knuckleheads. We've got you figured out. We just want you to know that right now. <laughs> we figured this all out. You people think you got, but anyway, all good people are on this podcast. This is for people who just happen to be stopping through. We don't have anybody like that who listens to us. We've been going through the book of Proverbs We're on the 10th proverb. We're learning an awful lot about what God has for us. And we're on that 18th verse right now. And it says, he that hideth hatred with lion lips. And he that uttereth a slander is a fool. Now, this is a tough thing right here. And, uh, Stephanie, we're hearing about a couple different things that are going on here. You hide in hatred. You're hiding hate with lying lips. And, uh, or if you spread slander and, uh, it's talking about being a fool. What are you thinking about these verses? Well, this sounds really evil, Doug, but it's honestly giving me a little bit of a smile because, um, having been in the place where slander has been spread, knowing that God just lays out what he thinks of slander is kind of comforting because um, unfortunately, even in our Christian world, we are in a place where slander is the name of the game. Yeah. It's considered normal. And even, I don't want to say this, I don't say this lightly because it's terrifying, but it's, it's even Christianized. Yeah. And that's a scary, scary thing. And understand that's not how God looks at it. And he calls someone who does that a fool. Um, that's in some way comforting because it means God's taking care of it. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, there's an expression. So years ago during World War II and World War One and stuff, they would say loose lips sink ships. So if people went around and they passed out information, we all kind of get this, right? And they say, you know, the ship's sailing on Wednesday for England or something so that this word could get back to the enemy or spy and then sent back to the enemy. Well, in Christianity, uh, there's something just as bad. It's lying lips uh, sink relationships. And, uh, and I'll tell you, man, in slandering people, th- this whole verse deals with liars and slanderers. And, uh, you know, I am not privy to people slander and Stephanie, I won't be part of it. You know, we don't allow it to happen to either one or people know that we're kind of hooked together that way where if people mess with one of us, they mess with both of us. And then we're going to talk about them on our podcast because we don't care. <laughs> and, and I've told Stephanie that when I get the word, I'm dying. You know, at some point in my life, if, if God doesn't take me in the middle of the night, if there's not a rapture, I'm just going to start calling names, you know? So, so if I go in and they go, Doug, sorry, you got stage four cancer. You're going to live 90 days. I'm going to call off one name after another, probably give addresses and phone numbers in case you guys want to call them. But you got these idiots out here. It's a terrible way to look at things, but. I think we got to mark those, of course, division. But anyway, oh, just show grace, brother. Hey, God's grace saved them. Now they need to act like big people and put their pants on and take off their little onesies. You know, it's time to wear big people clothes. And, uh, you know, when Stephanie's five-year-old is more mature than half the people we know, something's wrong. That's all I'm saying. This is a good point. Something's wrong, you know. And uh, I know Emmy's an exceptional child, but you know, some of you grownups should be at least a little bit above her maturity wise. She, she told me one day, she says, I'm just a little girl, uncle Doug. I'm not a knucklehead. <laughs> she was telling me about one of her brothers who was a knucklehead. And she said, I'm just, I'm just a little girl. I'm not a knucklehead. Little girls need more attention. And I remember I was thinking about it. I said, she's right. You know, she's five years old. She's not a knucklehead. All right. But anyway, so if we hide our hatred to lying, stop lying, stop hiding, stop covering up, stop slandering, slandering. That's what I get out of verse 18. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, start doing the right thing. Start saying the right things. And uh, before you know it, you know what? God changes us. He takes us from that yeah. slanderous lying sure. lip, uh, sinking relationships, ruining churches, those types of things. He takes us from that place. He gives us some maturity. He takes us to a better place. And and we just all love that, love each other. Then he gives us his first 19, Stephanie. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin, but he that reframeth his lips is wise. So in the multitude of words, uh, we get this idea that sin's, sin's not lacking, that sin's out there, that it's you throw a bunch of words out there, there's a bunch of sin out there. You better stop and think about what you're saying. But if you restrain your lips, you get to be wise. If you think about what you're saying, if you think through things, if you add God to it, if you flavor that with the salt of uh, heaven and God and his word, I mean, what are you getting out of that verse 19? That's kind of a cool thing there, I think. Well, I think it's sometimes it's time to be quiet. And that's what I get out of this verse is, Um, you don't always have to be the one who has all the answers. It's okay to be the one that isn't talking. It's okay to just be still and know that I am God. And um, sometimes the wisest, somewhere else in Proverbs, it says even a fool when he holdeth his peace is counted as wise. And that principle of um, 
not always knowing everything um, is what I get out of this. And, and the more you talk, the, the more, and not that it's wrong to talk, okay? God gives people personalities. Charles had a personality. He talked all the time. Um, I would go to sleep to him talking, and I would wake up to him talking. I mean, he just talked all the time. And um, that's how God made him. That's how God makes different people different. But I think the principle here is um, because of what it says, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. Mm. Use, use your words as words of wisdom. And don't, you know, you don't always have to know, you know, you were saying about there's people on Facebook that know everything. Um, and they always have the solution to all of your problems, or they always have the comment to your post that you're like, really, really? <laughs> and um, don't be that person. Use your words. And it's and then, honestly, this verse um, should should apply to social media. Yeah. And, um, because in the multitude of words, typed or or verbal. Their want is not sin. There, there's not going to be, a, your chance of sinning goes way up. So choose your words wisely. Be someone whose words are ones that glorify and edify. Um, build up God, you know, build up people and glorify the Lord. Because if they're not, you have to do a double take and say, what am, what's the purpose of what I'm saying? And if it's not for those purposes, then, you know, you're, you're in the path of, perhaps sitting and that's that's just a scary place to to potentially end up yeah i i think you're right i think we need to be in the people building business and uh building them and with with god uh sharing the word of god loving them caring for them showing them a picture of what heaven looks like on earth and uh because boy so many people are going through so many things and then uh, there's just a world out there that's hurting. Yesterday, when I went to the doctor, the nurses were comparing me to the doctor that I go to saying, man, you're a lot like Dr. Rickoff. You guys, you know, you, you got, you kind of look like each other. You talk like each other. You're always worried about other people. And, and that's by personality. I, I really, I don't think I'm that guy, but I'm glad they thought I was, but that's where we need to be. We need to be in the people building business. If yeah. and, and words that edify and words that uh, that help people that don't send them to a place of ugliness. Be a people builder. As we go into 2022, get on your knees and say, God, let me build people up. Let me get out of this crazy business where I'm looking for the bad, looking for the wrong, looking in the wrong places. Always got something bad to say. I like those people who don't sit around and say, well, you guys used to. I like people who say, man, you're heading in the right way. What a God we serve. Man, all the, yeah. you know, and I got to tell you, that's the people I want to hang out with. I don't want to hang out with the people who want to remind me of 10 years ago. Can I tell you something? 10 years ago and 10 days ago, matter only from the perspective of I need to get better and I need to keep on getting better, but I need to be looking forward. I need to be looking ahead. And, and then we find ourselves at verse number 20, Stephanie, the tongue of the just is choice silver, the heart of the wicked, the heart of the wicked, that new England comes out sometimes <laughs> the heart of the wicked. And uh, I like this. I don't like it, but I like it. the contrast here in this verse is little worth. So there's a lot going on there. The tongue of the just is choice silver, the real good stuff, the stuff you want to eat on, the stuff you want to drink out of, the stuff you want to wear as jewelry. It's choice. It's the good stuff. And uh, so, Stephanie, looking at that verse, I mean, here you are banging along. It's talking about the tongue uh, of the righteous, not of the bad people, but of the righteous, of the wise. 
And then it's talking about the heart of the wicked and in the comparison is you're either good or you're bad. And I mean, yeah. what are you thinking when you see that in a verse? Well, I mean, it's kind of crazy um, when it compares it, it. Obviously, I think of the gold, silver and precious stones um, that we hear about in heaven, you know, things that are done for the Lord and the tongue of the just is as choice silver. In other words, your tongue is a weapon of righteousness. It's, it's, your tongue is something being used by God to lay up treasures in heaven, to make a difference, yeah. to glorify God. The alternative is worthlessness. Yeah. It says, it says little worth is little worth. In other words, it has some worth. I mean, because every, even a lost person can, can do things even without knowing it that perhaps even glorifies God, but it's not because you know, they're, they're not righteous. They don't know the Lord and it doesn't make us any better than them. It's God that makes the difference. Yeah. But it says the heart of the wicked is little worth. And that, that, that wood, hay stubble, that's going to be burned up because it wasn't done for the glory of God. It wasn't done in honoring God. And um, to take a step back, even as God's children and say, is my heart, of great worth or little worth are my actions, are my words. Are they of great worth or little worth? Because a saved person can behave like a lost person Yeah. when in their flesh. And so um, taking this and looking at it, what what's my worth? What's the worth of what I'm doing for the Lord? Yeah, and I, and I think we need to look at everything that way. And, and certainly... Yeah. Uh, you know, certainly we got to say, hey, you know, am I rolling out silver here or <laughs> it's just right. so, so I, and God, I think you hit that right. God can use anything, obviously, and he can use uh, something we say of little worth. He can use that. And if he chooses to, but imagine being something that's looked at by the Lord of as choice silver. Imagine of saying things and having that attitude, having that continence, having that position, having that placement of something that in God's eyes are like choice silver. And, you know, as we go through these battles with PTSD, with our life being upside down, with people hurting us, with the world seeming strange and all these crazy things going on around us, and it's full, the world is full of craziness. As we go through those things, as we look at those things, in my mind, here we are. You got a choice. Yeah. You know, yeah. once again, we're, you know, we're looking at verses with a choice and the choice is silver or the choice is very little value, just a little bit right. of dirt, you know? And so I think, I think all of us probably should step back and say, how can we relate this to what we're doing in our lives today? And folks, can I tell you, this counts at work as well as at home. This counts at home as well as at church. This counts at, this counts in everywhere we are. We should leave people with choice silver. Yeah. Everything we do, everything we should say should leave people with choice silver. We should want to be around those people. You know what? I was looking at this this morning, earlier this morning, and I was trying to think of people who've said or, you know, acted of things that have been a little worth to me just over the last couple of weeks. And I'll tell you, I met this one guy uh, who was just a total knucklehead. I mean, just totally. <laughs> so in the last few weeks, we've, we, we've needed a stove. You know, my oven comes on and off. You've been at my house. You've seen me cook. It drives me crazy. The oven fluctuates 50 degrees back and forth. The internal, they want $300 to fix a stove that's worth $300 and 
So I broke down and I got a new stove. So I decided if I'm going to get a new stove, I want the induction uh, heat on it. Boils water zero to boil three minutes. Uh, exact temperatures on your pans. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But anyway, I found one. I looked all over. There were anywhere. The same exact stove was anywhere from $1,000 to $1,800. I finally found a $1,000 one. But I was talking to the guy who had a $1,300 one. Same exact stove. I was dealing with all the same model. And uh, I was talking to the guy, a guy who had a $1,300 model, and he's like, well, you can think whatever you want, sir, but you're not going to beat that price. It's the best price in the United States of America. You should get it right now. I don't think you're thinking right. I don't think you're doing right. Man, and I just had that bad juju feeling about him. Uh, and I'm like, I, I'm just not comfortable with you. Even if you had it for a thousand, I'd probably go somewhere else because his life wasn't about choice silver. His life was bad mouthing the appliance guy down the road. His life was bad mouthing me in some way insinuating that I couldn't make a proper decision and buy a stove. So I went to the exact same store brand Lowe's eight miles down the road from online, saved an additional 300 bucks got it for a thousand dollars, had it delivered the old one, taken away everything, uh, for, for another $200 off of what he was going to charge me originally to get the thing. But the wow. difference between the second guy I called, he's like, sir, you know, you get your military discount here. That's a hundred bucks. And you know, this is the last one we got. It may have been out. And I think I can save you another hundred bucks on that. And wait a minute, sir, I can save you a full 20% on that. So I can save you 300 bucks. And we can get it out to your house next Monday. Is that good enough for you? Or should we look for someone else to maybe help you out? And the difference between those two people in the workplace and the difference between yeah. them and my life changed my entire week, my entire day. And folks, I cooked on that stove last night. And uh, so anyway, Stephanie has a song. She wants to do the first verse. So as we come into the new year, uh, we want to be rejoicing in the Lord. So she's going to do the first verse of Rejoicing the Lord by Ron Hamilton. We're only allowed to do a verse or a little bit of it of the chorus. We're just going to do the first verse, so we're not going to steal it or anything like that. We're only allowed a minute or so of the song, but we want you to go out and listen to whatever the Hamiltons got out there. We want you to listen to Ron Hamilton and his family. They're great. Patch the pirate stuff. Go buy it. Listen to it. Love it. Whatever. Here we go, Stephanie. God never moves without purpose or plan. When trying his servant and molding a man, give thanks to the Lord, though your testing seems long. In darkness he giveth us song. Oh, rejoice in the Lord, he makes no mistake. He knoweth the end of each path that I take. For when I am tried and purified, I shall come forth as gold. There it is, my friends, about 49 seconds of the minute we're authorized. But listen, get out there and listen to some Ron Hamilton. I know Stephanie has them on Apple Music, and I listen to them on Spotify and Apple Music. I just transferred over to Apple Music because it comes free with my phone. Listen to the Hamiltons. They deserve it. They're good folks. They're godly folks. And if you think about it, say a prayer for 
Ron Hamilton and pray for his dear wife, our pianist at church, Shelly Hamilton. What a great book she has just written and dealing with Ron as he gets ready to cross over to the other side. We sure do love you folks. If there's anything we can do to help you, make sure you contact us on the Facebook page, Help for Wounded Spirits. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.